Blog Talk Radio. Good evening to everyone. I bring greetings from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the one that sets high and the one that looks low. I come to you tonight to lift up the name of Jesus through uh, the teaching of his word. I, I, I'm going to teach tonight. I'm not going to preach. I'm going to be teaching his word because his word is a light unto our path and a lamp unto our feet. His word keeps us day by day. So I would love for you to follow with me. If you have your Bibles, go to 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, and I'm going to be taking uh, my teachings out of the 12th verse on down to the 31st verses. And you can follow along with me. I'm going to read a few of those verses, but I'm not going to read all, but my teachings will be coming out of uh, those. And if you have your Bibles, you can follow that. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of the body, of that one body being many, are the body, so also is Christ. Then 13 says, For by one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink unto the spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I am not of that body, is it therefore not of the body? If the air should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of that body, is it therefore not of that body? If the whole body were an eye, and where, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? Uh, but now God has set the members, has set the members, each one of them, in one body, just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the, the head to the feet, I have not no need of you. No much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. Those members of the body which we think to be less honorable on these we bestow greater honor, and our re, 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 un, unpresentable hearts have greater uh, modesty. But our preservable uh, parts has no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to the parts which he likes. Let us pray. Most holy God, our heavenly fathers, again it we come now because we come because we come let, allowing you to be able to work to us right now. Lord, and as we partake of your word tonight, I pray that you would just hide me behind this secret desk and let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, my strength and redeemer forevermore. 
Keep me now, Lord Jesus, as the apple in thine eye. And as your words fall on, these shall your listeners hear tonight. I pray that they would, something will be said, something will be learned, something will be taught that would lead them in a plain path of righteousness. Right now, Lord, fill this temple from the top of my head to the bottom of your, and allow your word to be engulfed into me so I can speak to these here, your people. In Jesus' name, I pray, and for your sake, I ask it all. Amen. I'm going to be using a guideline here in my teachings. And my guideline is I'm going to be talking about the church, the body of Christ. The church, the body of Christ. Here we find in uh, 1 Corinthians, find that uh, Paul here, Paul is talking about the body. And the apostle undertakes to urge the main duties of Christianity. We are mistaken our Sometimes we are mistaken our Christianity. And as the first verse, the 12th verse tells us, 12th verse tells us, for as the body is one and has many members, but all, but, 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 but all the members of that one body being made as one. Isn't that, don't that tell us something here right now? That the body is one. But see, the body has many members. And as I move on here, if, if the system out there in a guide to thought, know it is also a partial religious, these duties are drawn for the privileges, the privileges of Paul. Paul is telling us that although God made us from the dust of the ground, God breathed on us. God breathed in our nostrils the breath of life. And when God breathed on us, and God breathed in our nonsense, the breath of life, we became one body. But inside of that one body, we have many members. And God knew what he was doing. And what I'm saying here is that by us being one body, we got two hands, two arms. And every organ that's inside of our body is there for a reason. Here the apostle tells the current believers that the gift comes from God. It comes from God and ought to be used for him. What I'm saying 
All our gifts, we are gifted, we have gifts, but our gifts comes from God. And they should be uh, used to please God. There may be greater gifts where there is not a grain of grace, but the church was rich in gifts. But many things were uh, out of order. Here Paul was saying that the church then and now has great gifts within inside of them, but there is still lack of order sometimes. He reminds them of the sad state from which they were recovered. Notice here. They're a form of standing. First of all, they were Gentiles, not God's distinctive people, but belonged to the nation whom he had away abandoned. But a change was made there. It is very useful to us Christians and consideration properly for uh, stirring them up both to do their duty. First of all is, listen, to be thankful. Be thankful in everything because we need to know how to be thankful to the one that makes it possible. Uh, there are form of behavior their former behavior was cured away. Cured away. I'm talking about the church in Corinth. They was cured away. And that's why Paul wrote the letter to Corinth. Because some of those that was in the church was not doing what they should have done to please God. And here in the 12th verse, you find that the apostle reminds the gifted among the Corinthians of their duty. He began by comparing the church of Christ to a human body. And that's what I'm teaching here tonight are looking at the body of the church is considered as the same as a human body. One body may have many members. That many members make up a unity. And here Paul was letting us know that all members are baptized into the same body. Did you know that that all members should be baptized in the same body? And they are made to drink of the same spirit. One Lord and one baptism. We are all baptized in the same body. 
and we are all equipped with the same spirit. Come members of this body. By baptism, they are baptized into one body. We are sustained by uh, participating in the Lord's Supper, by drinking one spirit. When you participate in the Lord's Supper, you are drinking that one spirit representing Jesus' body that was broken for us on the cross. And he said to us, you do this in remembrance of me. It is baptism by the Spirit and inter- a renewal and a drinking of the same Spirit that makes us true members of Christ's body. This makes us, this makes us true members of Christ's body. And my Bible teaches here that all who have the Spirit of Christ are members of Christ, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free. That's where you find that you find that in the 13th verse here. It says, for by one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, have it all been made to drink into one spirit, Jesus the Christ. Each member has a particular form. They have a particular place and a particular use. So each one of us that has been baptized in the Spirit of God, we have a particular form. We have a particular place, and we have a particular use. Every one of us has been given gifts, but our gifts sometimes is not the same. The most significant member is a part of the body. The most now, listen, the most a particular member is a part of the body. Let us look here. You see the foot and the air are less useful. Perhaps then the hand and the eye. But they therefore said that they do not belong to the body. Every member of the mystical body cannot have the same place and office. The lowest member of Christ's body is a much a member as the noble is. All his members are there to him. And tonight I'm teaching that to you all that all of our members is there to us. Every one of our members, we 
need. Because if we lose a hand, we become weak. And we have to depend on that one hand that we have. If we lose a leg, we become short of one of our members. And we have to depend on the one that we still have. There must be a description of members in the body. There are many members, but here we are learning that they are but one body. So it is in the body of Christ. Verity and the members of the body contributes to its beauty. It is for the beauty and the good appearance of the church that there will be a diversity of gifts. The disposure and the situation of members of a natural body are as God pleases. It is God's. It is God's way. Those members of the body which seem to be more uh, feeble are necessary. Every member serves some good purposes or in other. None is there a member of the body of Christ who is never useful to their fellow members. In some cases, this presentable to them. Those who in any gift cannot say that they do not need those who are infirm to them in that gift. For those to them in one gift may excellent them in, in other gifts. You see, the eye. Let's look at the eye. The eye needs the hand. Isn't that all right? And the head needs the feet. So what I'm saying here, what I'm teaching in my teaching here tonight is of that every member of our body necessarily needs one another. And so that leads me to spawn on the body of the church because the body of the church should be the same body that represents the body of Christ. If there is one week inside of the church, the Strong ones should be there to bear them up. They should be there to teach them. So it's necessary for every member to be in unity, one with another. We cannot say that we don't need those ones that's weaker than we are because if we lose one of those that's weaker than we are, 
we have lost one of our members, and we become weak. The members of Christ's body should behave toward the fellow members in the same way. Listen. The members, and we are members of Christ's body. So we should act in the same manner with the members that's in the body of the church. The members of the natural body are made to have a care and concern for one another. We are made in our natural body to care for one another. This is what Paul is saying here in his writing. So should it be in Christ's body. Christian sympathy is a great branch of Christian duty. Can I repeat that? Christian sympathy is a great branch of Christian here. The apostle Paul applies this compassion to the church of Christ. Let us note the relation in which Christians stand to Christ and one another. He says here, now, now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. We find that all, all have a common relationship, one with another. Here, Apostle, he, he applies the verity, verity of ministry instructed by Christ's gifts of favor given him in which note the wide variety of those gifts and the ministry God was not in giving his benefits and factors. Here we find that the early church had no life, but a generosity stored at their disposal, all that was necessary, even more. Order of these ministries and gifts. Those most valuable had first place. First place. Uh, God's values things, and so should we. You know, we should put our value on things because God values things. God values things, and also God values us. And we should put our own values also because God wants us all the time to have the best that we have. What holds the last and the lowest rank in this list is those speaking different kinds of tongues. God gives us 
a gift of speaking in tongues of all these gifts. The Corinthians uh, pride themselves this evening on this gift. This shows us how proper it is to beat down pride in order to inform people of the true value of what the pride themselves all is only to common people. They pride themselves much. Here, you see, God was sent here in pride. We, sometimes we have too much pride. But he averts them to seek the best gifts. We should desire more what is best and more valuable. Grace, therefore, to be perfect before gifts. Grace should be perfect before any gift. Corinthian Christians suddenly did this. They they crawled among their uh, selves. It is no wonder that a crawl among would scuffle our love. For everyone wants to be first. He hints at most excellent ways. See, sometimes that's what happens. We, a lot of times, want to be first. It teaches us that uh, the baptism with the Spirit formed the body by uniting believers to Christ. The risen and the glorified here to each other. So it's necessary to be baptized believers because it unites us to Christ. And after it unites us, it raises us and glorifies his to each other. The symbol of the body thus formed is a natural human body. We all know this, that we are walking around in a human body. It's human on the outside, but it should be spiritually on the inside. Because you note when Jesus was going away. Yes, I'm going away to prepare a place for you. Y'all all for me with that. And he says, where I am, ye shall be also. So he was gone, but he said to the disciples and, and is speaking to us today that I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to pray. 
to my father that he would send you a comforter. And it will abide with you. And you would abide with it. There, to each Christian, as I move on in my lesson, to each Christian is given a spiritual embermint and capable for specific services. None is destitute of such a gift. But uh, but in their distributions, the spirit acts in free summative. The spirit, let us just pause here for just a little while and let us meditate, concentrate, focus on just the spirit. Uh, is capable of services. We have to let the spirit that lives within us have its way with us and through us. We have to allow the spirit to live in us in a way that would guide us and show us all things. And I want to just pause for just a few. Spirit that lives on the inside of us, maybe some of you all might be looking at that as it. But I want to leave this with you tonight. The spirit that lives on the inside of us is not a it. It's not a I. It is a he. It is the third person that makes up the Trinity. The Holy Spirit is a he. Because he is alive. And he lives in us and makes us alive. So the Holy Spirit is related to the body of Christ. And that's why it he is a he. There is no wrong for self-choosing. Christian service is simply the ministry of such a gift or gifts as the individual may have received. The gifts are diverse, but all are equally honorable because they bestow by the same spirit, the same spirit that lives within us, the gifts that we have is bestowed by the same spirit. And I'm going to be noting here before I finish up those gifts. Here we find that uh, in the Bible, God is saying 
that now look let us look at uh the twenty sixth verse. I'm gonna start there. If one member suffers, all members suffers with it. Or if one member is honored, all members rejoice with it. What I'm saying there is the body of Christ is one body, but many members. The church of God should be but one body, but many members. And if one of those members inside of the church suffer, Paul is saying here that all members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all members should rejoice with it. Rejoice and be glad that one member has been honored, maybe for a good deed. We shouldn't be... uh, all been out of shape because one of our members has been given honor for good tasks or whatsoever they have done. We should rejoice and be glad for them. And if one suffer. We suffer also. But I want to note here that our sufferings don't have to be the same sufferings that they are suffering from. But we become a little sorry for some time when one is going through something and we know of that is causing problems in their lives. So the 27th verse says, Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. Okay? Okay? So we are the body of who? Christ. So, 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 so that means that we are the body of Christ, and then our members are individually. Yes, we got an arm, we got a hand, we got, we got two hands, we got two arms, we got two legs, and we got two feet, and we got a head, and we got, a, a, we got a whole body. In that body, all of those members mix up. Just one body. God, the 28th verse says, God has upon it these in the church. Now, here's what I'm going to be talking about just for a few. God, listen, listen now. Not man. That's what happens sometimes in our church when we begin to pick our officers apostles or whatsoever that we pick in the church, sometimes they are picked not by God, but by man. But here Paul is saying that God 
has upon it. These in the church. First he's appointed. Look at your Bibles. Follow behind me. First he appointed the apostles. Second he appointed the prophets. And third he appointed the teachers. But I want to I want to stop there for just a minute. Let us look at the apostles. They're appointed by God. Look at the prophets. They're appointed by God. But look at the teachers. They're appointed by God. Now, every one of these that I have named here has been appointed by God. So if you, God has appointed you to be a prophet, he did not appoint you to be a as the teacher, if he appointed you to be a prophet, he didn't appoint you as to be the teacher, but we can carry and teach God's word. But the teacher, every one of these members that God has appointed, they have a proper place. They got a place that they should stay in. The teacher shouldn't try to take the place. Teachers shouldn't try to move in and take the place of the apostles. Stay in your own lane that God has appointed you to stay in, and you will find out that your teachings will not be in vain because you are staying where God has put you. Then he says, after that, because then gifts of healing. If God didn't give you the gift of healing, you should stay in your lane and wait for that. Uh, then it helps administrations Verities of tongues, speaking tongues. God gives us these things. Are all apostles? 29th verse says, are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Do all have the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But the 31st verse here tells us, but earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. No, all are not prophets. All are not apostles. All are not teachers. All are not healers. All are not miracle workers. All do not speak in tongues, but God sees fit to give us these gifts. We are upon it, my sisters and my brothers, as I begin to soon get ready to close out. We are upon it by God. 
do to do what God has appointed us to do. Every now and then, find ourselves caught up in situations where that we want to be more than what God has signed us to be. We have to accept God. If you follow with me and look at uh, Romans, the 12th chapter, and in the book of Romans, it tells us that we have to accept God. Accept God. These living sacrifices are acceptable to God. If the presenting of ourselves will please him, we may easily conclude that there is nothing and no one we would do better to give ourselves to. What I'm saying is there is no one that we would feel better to give ourselves to. Because he is God, and he's God all by himself. We in the church, we have to stop. And I might as well note that. I'm not preaching, but I want to note that. Thinking about just ourselves sometimes. Because what I mean is, that Paul here in the first Corinthians in the twelfth chapter and the twelfth verse says that for as the body is one and has many members, but all members of one body being many are one body, so also in Christ. So what I'm saying is the church itself is not made up of just one. It's not just made up of the pastor. It's not just made up, and I'm not preaching, I'm just teaching, but I want to leave this with you all because I know that some have seen these things working that, in that order inside of some of the churches that we partake or maybe belong to. The church is not made up of just the pastor. The church is not just made up of just the bigger. The church, I'm not going to go and name all, but the church itself becomes a body of Christ because of many members. You understand what I'm saying? Every member that's in the church that is now let me let me let me bring that down some because I don't want you to get confused here. Don't think that every member that's in the church is uh in the body of Christ. Because every member that's in the church is not in the body of Christ 
until they become a baptized believer in Christ Jesus. You understand that? We can have few members, but not church members, because they have not been baptized in the body of Christ, and they have not become believers in Christ. So we got to believe in Christ. And the church, the church to become a church is made up of baptized believers. The building can be pretty. The building can represent a lot the building that is the church, it don't it don't make the church up. It's the baptized believers, it's the people that's inside of the church. And so we always going to be seen inside of our church sometime that there's going to be one little weaker than the other. We can't just uh, forget all about them. We have to bear the fremity of the weak. We have to lift them up when they fall by the wayside. We have to love them when they feel not loved. We have to give to them when they need something that you do not have and need. And most of all, we have to be teachers of them. We have to lead them to a place where they can find refuge even in a time of the storm. That is the body of the church. Look out for one another. Don't look down on one another, but look out for one another. Because they are they are part of the unity that's in the church. That's why it's very important to be on one accord inside the church because we become one when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior and believe on him we become a new creation. 
And you know, and I'm almost stupid. I look sometimes at some of the people inside of churches. And sometimes they proclaim to be a new creation. And then how can you be a new creation just on Sunday? I'm still teaching. I'm not preaching. I'm still teaching. But I just want to pass a little feed on this to see, give you a, a little witness. Be just a Sunday Christian. If I has been created into a new creation by Christ Jesus, every day of the week, I should act like it. I shouldn't wait until Sunday to come to church and just show off or show out. Then on Monday, I'm doing my thing. Something wrong with that picture. The body of Christ, he lives within us. And he tells us, the, for by one, the spirit, we are all baptized into one body. Even tells us whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free have all been made to drink into that one spirit, Jesus the Christ. No matter what nationality that we might be, no matter what our genders are, but there is one spirit that we must drink, and that is Jesus the Christ. We also know that God has made us. God knew what he was doing. When from the beginning to now, God knew what we needed. God wouldn't have gave us two hands if we didn't need two hands. God wouldn't have gave us two eyes if we didn't need two eyes. And you see, it's very peculiar here. God didn't give us one. God gave us two. And, and, and you know, in Jesus' teaching, and I'm almost stupid, in his teachings, when he sent out his disciples, he sent out uh, those to carry his words, he always sent them two by two. So you see, God was working on the same realm. Setting two eyes in our head, putting two feet 
for us to walk on, put in two hands so we can use, given us two arms so that we can use, everything surrounded by two. We don't have one hip bone. We have two hip bones. And every organ that he put in our body, he knew what he was doing. So it's the same way with the members of the church. Let us start to lift up those that have fallen by the wayside. Let us stop looking down on them. But let us start of reaching down and picking them up. You see, one day, I was down, and maybe some of you all have been down. Maybe you've been down in the valley. Do you all know what a valley is? A valley is a lonesome place to be in. I've been in the valley, and I look around in the valley of despair, and it seemed like to me I couldn't find nobody there with me. So what I'm saying is stop at the body of the church, looking down on those that has fallen by the wayside. Because the same one that had fallen by the wayside one day, that might be one that might need you might need to help you in a situation. The weak, they don't stay weak all the time because Somebody sees something in them and will reach down and pick them up and help them grow stronger in Christ Jesus. And one more thing, and I'm just about out of here. The same ones that we look down in the church at and put down, when the time comes for Jesus to call us to come on, go with him, we might meet those same ones, they going up and we going down. So be careful how you look down your nose at the primity of the weak. We need to be helping them. The church, when it's built on one body, we are helpers of one another. Each one of us that's in the church and we are members in the body of Christ, we should be helpers of one another. We should help our 
brothers and our sisters. So the church is the body of Christ because we are the body of Christ. And the church is made up of baptized believers. So tonight I'm going to leave this with you. Just believe that every believer is a member of Christ. So keep your hand in his hand. And I hope that something has been said here through the book of 1 Corinthians and the 12th chapter will shed some light on some of us that has experienced these things inside of the church. So keep keep your eyes on God. And as I begin to leave, I ask God that he will rest, rule, and abide within all of you and in me until we meet again. And if we don't meet on this side, let us meet on the other side. Most holy God, our heavenly Father, it's again that I come now, Lord. Thank you once again for your word. I hope your word has fallen on ears so that they will be able to come and acknowledge you. Continue on working, Lord, through me so I can work to be share your people. And as I go from this place, I pray that your Holy Spirit rest rule in the Bible within me, henceforth and forevermore. Continue on blessing these share your people. In Jesus' name, for your sake I ask it all. Amen, amen, amen.